Choppers spoke the Bible novels Shouldn't have shackled or shouldn't have hit the gavel No, we ready for battle, vicious to tackle Up on tabernacles, killing the devil Seven by seven till the score is settled Emptied the vessel, demolished onto the pebble Leveled the field, give me the real, give me the steel Making them feel, making them bleed Till they believe, give them the gospel Raw evangelism, pussy spitter, the apostle Flooding them so vicious, so we call it Pentecostal, sacrilegious, so the damage Is gonna be colossal, spiritual Immortal, but the beast with Harry Jackson Now let me motherfucking preach. Unleash. Now let me motherfucking preach. First Peter 2, verse 18. We spiritual, we're not biblical, nigga. Metaphysical, we're not fucking religious, nigga. Diabolical, hidden in psychological shit. In the rituals, the literature they give us as gifts. They didn't tell us for us. Segment and Horus and Isis. But they paint us a picture so we know what a Christ is. Kill up our prophets and replace them as myths. Give us the virgin, Mary, tell me who is that bitch? Modern scholastics could not undo the hieroglyphics. Ain't got the practice. Knowledge is in our genetics. Unleash. Now let me motherfucking preach. Unleash. Now let me motherfucking preach. I wish they didn't touch us, I wish they didn't Columbus I wish they didn't tamper with the gods among us They fucking with my trust when they made us religious Heard us, then made us pray, Father please forgive us Now let me, now let me, now let me motherfucking preach Unleash, now let me motherfucking preach Unleash, now let me motherfucking preach Now let me motherfucking preach Unleash Now let me motherfucking preach Welcome to the show Perhaps this has been my most anticipated guest uh, That I've been super excited to have on uh, Welcome to the show Raquel Jones Thank you for coming on And uh, being a part of the program It takes a lot to impress me you know, especially in kind of the, the genre and the vein that you're in. I don't have many, for, for lack of a better term, hip-hop artists or lyricists on. I get tons and tons of submissions. And you are maybe like the second or third person in my 15 years of doing this that I had to get on because there was something special about you. And I know you get that a lot. You know, and I know you've been in this business and you keep on coming up and, and leveling up, um, you know, throughout your career. But can you tell me about, you know, where you were, you know, maybe 10 years ago to where you are now? I don't see it so much as leveling up. I see it so much as owning my craft and trying to figure out what my voice is, what I want to say, how I want to uniquely say them. But you've been doing it effortlessly. I was very hard on myself in my creative process. It needed to feel like how it felt for me. It needed to um, translate like I heard it in my head audibly. And um, so the process may not be as effortless as it seems, but it's with a lot of effort and a lot of intention. So I'm glad it com comes off like that because every artist want to hear that their work is seamless and effortless, you know? Let's talk about 
the people behind the background because the beats and the way you are able to maneuver, um, you know, a song and it jumps through like four different, like it, one second it's like a gospel, then another second it's like trip hop, and then it's, it's just jumping. Big up Smile, Reggie, Nick, the whole creative team around me. We're going to make music like I authentically feel it, and I need you guys to be on board. And they were so excited. They took my vision and they made it into something even more magical. So I was like, we're going to be obedient to the music. If I feel it here, this the way I feel it, I want it that way. If I want chaos right here, then I want to sing right there. Then I want to cry right there. And I want to moan right there. And I want to do spoken words right there. That's what we're going to do. And I need you guys to be fully on board. And they were so excited because, um, like they told me, they've never created a project like that. So they were very on. So each song was very intentional. So I needed Sacrilege to be aggressive, to be grungy, um, to be very in your face. Um, like I heard the song in my head and they killed it. They completely killed it. The way you use words in your writing, is it like one of those things that, you know, you like walk into a store or somewhere and then you hear just a, a weird like word and then you're like, how can I use that? Or does that just get incepted in you some way? So my mom was uh, is a teacher so there were books around. So that's how I fell in love with words and um, using words to paint a picture. And then I started writing poetry as a child and it evolved from there. What's important for me is that my words, my lyrics to my song read as poetry uh, when you put them on paper without a beat or a melody behind it. So I'm very uh, particular in the way I use words and I play with words. Because to me, words by itself, is a whole different art form and it's so beautiful and that's how we express ourselves so why not get creative with how we use those words do you ever walk around carrying a thesaurus or are you investigating <laughs> in those types of uh like books no but if i do hear a word that's unfamiliar i look it up i saw a post that you did and it was about um Two of the albums that impacted your life. One of them was The Miseducation of mm -hmm. Lauren Hill, and uh, the other was DMX. DMX recently, you know, uh, has gone to the big party in the sky, and I, and I know he was a, a very impactful uh, on you. And um, if we could talk about a DMX and where you are with the terms that you've come with with spirituality. The, the DMX and the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill album influenced me um, similarly and differently. So I was attracted to the flow and the freedom that DMX had to say whatever the hell he wanted. This minute he's praying, next minute he's angry and he might hurt somebody. And he's all about his dogs and his friends and his family. And this minute he's paranoid and he's untrusting and he, he's not sure about who is around him. But then Lauryn was philosophical, was beautiful, was passionate. And I still have not heard any female, no disrespect to anybody in hip hop, to spit like that yet. To this day. Nobody. In regard to spirituality, this is a tough one because I feel like I keep breaking my mom's heart ever since Sacrilege. It's true. Sacrilege but was a crazy video, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is insane. You know what? 
it must be an interesting conversation anytime you and your mom get together because there's the artist yeah. and then there's, you know, the daughter, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that the, they raised in the church. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, and it's those two people that are within you that are fighting for, you know, for one, just to be who you are. Cause I know sometimes we feel like we're split people, but we have to, you know, combine them. Yeah. They don't fight to coexist anymore because, um, I had an epiphany a while ago when I was in the process of fighting for these things to coexist. Raquel, the visual artist, Raquel, um, the recording artist, Raquel, the preacher's kid, you know, Raquel, the liberal artist. And it was a challenge. And then it, it, I had this epiphany of me as a child. All those things coexisted effortlessly before it got complicated by expectations. And I'm back to that stage right now where I'm a child again, where those things effortlessly coexist. And it's not for me to explain to people who I am in order to be accepted. It's so people to understand that we're all different, we're all diverse, and we'll choose our own path. And you just got to let that go. You just got that. That's this thing about human beings is that we impose all these expectations and, and our personal norms and morals onto people. And then it takes away our freedom. I'm not with that. Um, but in all seriousness about sacrilege, I feel as if people are outraged because of fear, one and two, because they haven't taken the time out to understand that. The biggest lie, one of the biggest lie that we were told was that religion is related to spirituality. And as soon as we began combining those two things, that's where it got confusing. I can be a spiritual person. I can denounce religion, which is what I did in sacrilege. Never once did I say I did not believe in God. (laughs) Fuck anybody who believed in God. I'm just saying shit ain't adding up. I'm just saying with my history as a black people, with my ancestors, history this was a tool used to punish us used to enslave us hello why the fuck aren't we talking about that yeah and I, when, when is it a safe space for us to say okay there are scriptures in the bible that aren't adding up there are scriptures in the bible that goes against all of what we fought for as a people when do we get the space to talk about that the fact that religion is the thing that caused one of the greatest divide um, to humanity, religion and racism. And oftentimes those two things go together. Let's look at what's happening with Israel and Palestine right now. There is no way we can talk about with, with a talk about what's happening without religion being the undertone of all of what's going on. Why do we need that? And you I, and, and I love that this album is exploring that conversation. Yeah. And and you you're doing so much with your words and your music. But with that, you're also doing so much with your painting. I I just found out that you're a painter as well and uh you can actually win a painting of yours. Is is it the one that you're sitting next to you right now? No, this is the cover of my album. I mean, it's like frustrating sometimes because I'm equally an, a visual artist like I am a recording artist. And this project was the project that I equally combined the two. So, for example, like I have a song 
a painting for each song on the record. This is just the album cover that I intend to exhibit um, soon in the future. But the music was half of the project. The visual interpretation was the next half of the project. So it's not like I'm a hobby painter. I went to school to do this and I finally figured out how to do them together. And I just want people to acknowledge that I do them together. So, yeah, but I'm giving away a painting to a fan. That's cool. And uh, I, I went out and I checked out the rules. And literally, you can easily rack up 19 points in less than, like, three minutes. It's uh, super <laughs> simple. You're not, you're not making it super hard uh, to win this painting. So, uh, you know, go check out, um, you know, RaquelJones.com uh, for more information on that. One of my favorite songs on your album was ugly it you know it just really spoke yeah. to me um i mean don't get me wrong i liked them all but like that's the one that Thank you. that got to me the most and uh, i was really vibing on i know you were a fashion model as well mm-hmm. and the the that that point of fashion because all your music i saw the queen sacrilege still fashionable by the way you know everything in that Thank you. Do, do, do you make sure that even though your music videos are within still that kind of like fashion realm? Um, aesthetic is important to me. Um, we pay attention to stuff like that, things that are visually appealing. And I have fun doing that part. So that's important for me because I'm also a visual artist. But in terms of that song, so ugly is about uh, addressing beauty constructs and idealism as it relates to beauty. I am a black woman, I'm a darker skinned black woman who grew up uh, in a very superficial industry. I've been involved with modeling, I've been involved with pageantry. And it breaks my heart to see some of the most beautiful, I think all people are beautiful by the way, some of the most beautiful women in the world be so insecure, be called ugly, they picked apart physically by their appearance. The one thing that we don't have a say in, there are people who decide that you do not fit within this mold of what we consider to be beauty. Who decide that of what we consider to be beautiful? It hurts my heart because it's like what we get to do is to take care of it. We don't get to choose it. And we're all so unique and diverse and so beautiful. So that song was exploring that. Maybe I'm not your ideal. Maybe I'm not a model. Maybe I'm not all of those things. But guess what? I know who the fuck I am. Because when I look in the mirror, I am okay with who I am seeing. So that song was questioning all of that and saying to um, to people, like, I will never fit your mold. And I'm okay with myself. And I find things that are beautiful about myself. And I love myself. So that was what that song was about. And not only that, but that song just really, you know, hammers home the song Queen. You know, (laughs) uh, did Queen come first? And then, you know, from there, you were able to kind of really mold the album? Or was Queen kind of like a, a last song where you're like, you know what, after all these you know, tracks, I realized that I am a queen. <laughs> so Queen, uh, it's crazy because Queen was the last song recorded. The album is kind of a little bit in order, a little bit in some way, but Queen was the last song that was recorded. So the album 
is about addressing stereotypes, right? And I go, I dive deep in there, blurring the lines of wrong or right, but just really a rant on all these things from a first person's perspective. I needed to end the the album on a high note where I feel empowered as a woman, where I allow other women to feel empowered because I feel like women are some of the most marginalized people in the world. And we face a lot of the stereotypes, black, white, purple, pink, whatever we are, woman, we've got it very hard. You know what I mean? So I needed to end it in a way that empowers me and empowers other women despite everything that we face to remind us that, okay, I'm a queen, I'm regal, I'm all of that, but I'm also a powerful, edgy, strong, badass bitch too. So I needed to end it on a, a positive note. <laughs> and, 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 it, and it did because I'm, I'm kissing your ground. If I see you, and I know you're in <laughs> L.A., so the chances of us running in together are very slim, but just know if you ever see a weirdo just like kissing the ground, like I was like, that's to you. So that's beautiful. But we just all gotta figuratively kiss the ground that women walk in where we give birth. We're nurturers. We're the emotion of this whole existence. We're the thing that connects everything together. You know what I mean? So it's like it for it's a song for men too to acknowledge that let's be a little bit more appreciative of women. Let's remind them that you're doing great, you're amazing, you're awesome. Let's just give them that type of love and that type of motivation. Because trust me, speaking from speaking as a woman, it will mean so much and it will change so much for us. You know, we need to see the woman's point of view as well. So um, thank you for yeah, just kind it's, of it's a lot, man. I still struggle with that so much. And I have to remember not to be angered uh, by it. And I don't even know if that's the right approach to 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 take also like. I still need to feel like it's okay to be expressive of how I feel as a woman without those impositions of you can't do that. You know, it's like I don't get to be strong and fragile. I don't get to be self-aware uh, um, within the, the, the scope of my work. I don't get to know what I want and there's a space for that without a man being offended by my confidence or me being aware or me knowing what I want. You know, I don't get the same space to address my emotions. You know, I don't get the same space to be different from uh, what people have previously experienced with other women, other guys have experienced with other women. So it's all these things that combine that kind of gags us and doesn't give us the freedom to be completely ourselves and to be, um, empowered women, but we spend so much time fighting to be who we are and not evolving to our fullest potential. And it, it like, it, it's a thing that bothers me so much. I am still fighting my battles with that every day just to occupy the space that I'm in and be my complete self. That's my fight. Just to be free, just to be myself. And a lot of people, especially men, are so, 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 so intimidated, offended by this. And I just cannot understand it. I think the intimidation just comes from your confidence and knowing, you know, that you're, you know, when you walk in, you captivate the room, you know, <laughs> and that is, you know, very, you know, discerning to some men, you know. So I think that's kind of uh where it is with that, but I love what you're doing 
And, you know, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm here to help you in, in any way. But, you know, as you were saying that, it reminded me again of your Instagram, which I've totally checked out. And make sure <laughs> to go check her out at uh, Raquel Jones on her IG. But I saw this white door, this photo of a white door. And it said, are you healed or just distracted? And it, I was just like, oh, my God. You know, I was like, I, I don't yeah. know if I'm healed or distracted, you know? <laughs> so I, I, I saw that and it spoke to me too. Um, during this pandemic, I one of the most profound, life-changing things happened to me is that I got a chance to sit with myself. I went through a lot of things and I was mostly distracted. And then I had to sit and I had to face them. I've been on tour for almost four years of my life. Before that, I was running around, getting my music together. And now I had to sit with myself and face myself. I was so willing to do it because I know I needed to do that self-work, that shadow work. But it was so riveting and it was so hard. And then I realized like all this, all these things that we tell ourselves that we're healed from, a lot of times we're just so distracted We've got to sit with ourselves and we've got to feel it even when we don't want to feel it to get it to be healed. We can't just keep putting a bandaid over it and, and saying the cut isn't there anymore. Like it's covered. No, we've got to address that wound. We've got to clean it, got to examine it, and then we've got to heal it. Thank you for being alive. Thank you for <laughs> coming out during this time. Thank uh, you. Yeah, absolutely fascinating. And uh, uh, again, um, you know, please, uh, you know, for more information, uh, you know, go check her out, uh, RaquelJones.com. That's Raquel with a C. So it's R-A-C-Q-U-E. I, I get very upset when the C is left out. It's R-A-C-Q-U-E-L-J-O-N-E-S. Do not leave the C out. It's not Rachel. It's not Raquel. It's Raquel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So make, make sure to go check that out. For more information, I'll have all the links on the show notes. So, uh, go check that out on entertheshell.com and I'll have links to, you know, again, her IG. Make sure to go check that out. Facebook, uh, her YouTube channel. Cause I want you to go check out her, uh, all of her videos. There was one that I didn't have enough time to check out, but it was like you live, uh, somewhere a few years ago. And I wanted to check that out cause I'm like, who was she three years ago? <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's, let's, cause I, I saw this, I saw this other interview that you did five years ago. Um, and it was, it was on some Jamaican radio station and you were, oh. you couldn't have been the most opposite person. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, Cause you're all camouflaged up and you know, yeah. um, just the way you were talking, you know, it, it, it truly did seem like, like you truly did a 180, you know, from that time to now, which, uh, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely in love uh, with you, you know, in your music. Uh, so thank you. Yeah. So yeah, can, we're evolving. We're evolving, you know. It's very. I important. hate watching myself. I cannot watch myself. Even my videos, I don't even think. I only watch them when I need to approve them. I cannot watch myself perform. I cannot watch my interviews. Like even now, you're saying that there's this performance from three years ago. Like I'm so anxious right now because I can't even think about what that might be like. <laughs> well, you know, but for you, it's different. You know, it's funny because when I look at my interviews that I've done or I'm in the editing bay, I'm not looking at the performance. I'm I'm reminded of what was happening during that time 
during that place, whether I was, I was experiencing technical difficulties and I was trying to rework it in my head. And so there's a thousand things and I'm not really looking at myself as, you know, a, as an interviewer or anything, I'm, I'm more looking at the technical aspects of stuff. And, uh, sometimes that's yeah. hard, you know, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it you just so hard, especially like performances. It's that space where I get to be vulnerable and I get to be naked with an audience that's naked with me. So then when I have to watch myself, uh, metaphorically be naked again, it's like weird. Cause it's like, you're standing there watching yourself in the throes of passion being completely naked it gets a little bit weird <laughs> oh my God. yeah but you got you know just, just like uh you know all sports teams you know they always watch game film you know and see what they can yeah. do better and you know so as long as you treat it more of a as as that as game film and like oh you know maybe i could have like danced right here or you know, maybe I could have like thrown my mic to the crowd right here, you know, just like, you know, stuff like that, because that's that that's yeah. that's the other thing. As things open up, you're going to go back on the road. And um, when that happens, you know, you have to really captivate crowds and you're going to captivate them with your yeah, music and your lyrics, you know, both, uh, actually. But 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 I have a you're right. And I need to start doing that to critique myself and to know what to do better. But. I spent four years in art school and critiquing myself has kind of tainted me a little bit. I want to know that when I'm there, I am going to, when I'm in that space performing, I am giving everything I got. I'm completely passionate and obedient to everything I feel. If I make that technical, it means that I start overthinking it. And then when I go on stage, I feel like that's standing in the way of my connection with my audience. Because that's the most important thing to me in that moment is that we're creating this, this, this space where we feel each other and where we connect and where we share. They give to me, I give to them. And we create this utopia um, of feelings. You know what I mean? When I get to the point now where I'm in my head with that, it breaks that synergy for me. But I, I need to find that balance. Still evolving. <laughs> well, it's good that you know that. You know what I mean? So, I mean, maybe you wouldn't have known if I would have just, like, you know, said anything. <laughs> so um, that's good. And uh, you are going to be touring very soon, I guess. And um, I'm excited. Are you going to be touring here in L.A.? I know that's right now where you reside. So I know you're probably going to be doing a few workup shows here in Los Angeles. For my, um, for my stuff? We're still um, fleshing that out. But uh, for Thievery, we have some shows booked. I think one is booked for L.A. at Redonda Beach, Redonda Beach Festival. Um, and I'm so excited because Stephen Marley and Ziggy Marley is playing the same night I'm playing. I am embarrassed that I'm more excited about that than performing, even though I haven't performed in almost two years. <laughs> but I'm so excited to see them. So we have that show that I know about. There's something in July and a few others. So I'm back on the road with Thievery uh, soon. Yeah, very cool. I, I think I saw the the poster for that. I believe Counting Crows is going to be on there on that bill too. I know it's like three days. So um, have fun and yeah, dude. I mean, be, I mean, there's not many times where you get to be a fan. 
And that gets to be one of those times where you get to be a fan. And not only that, but you get you get to be backstage as a fan. So, uh, yeah. you know. And I get to see my friends, too, because a lot of my friends play in that band. So I'm a huge fan of Stephen Marley. Like, I love Stephen Marley. And then my one of my closest friends play guitar for him. So I get to fan out and hang out with my friend. Oh, and I get to perform. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I, I got to tell you. So, uh, again, for more information, please make sure to go check her out on her website, RaquelJones.com. And that's Raquel with the C. And, um, you know, I'm going to have all the links to uh, her YouTube and everything else like that. Uh, super impressed, uh, not only by your album, but by you as a person. Um, thank, thank you. you. I'm humbled. Yeah, but uh, thank you again. And uh, we will leave you now uh, with the song Queen from one queen, you know, to the to all the queens out there. And um, thank you so much for uh, tuning in. And again, uh, for more information, make sure to log on to entertheshow.com. Thank you so much. It was fun. Thank you for having me. I'm a queen. I'm a badass bitch. You gon' see me round town with my big ass crown. And I walk with a strut. I don't give a fuck. Make a fella slow down. Kiss my ground. I'm a queen. I'm a badass bitch. You gon' see me round town with my big ass crown. And I walk with a strut. I don't give a fuck. Make a fella slow down. Kiss my ground. I've been the one way before I'm even one. For the planet even spun. God said I was the one. I've been the one way before I even won. Way before there was a race. Before I even run. I've been the one. Yes, bitch. I've been the bomb. Before I even had a mom. Damn right. I've been the sun. I've been the one way before there was a one. Way before there was a you. Competition was a none. Yeah, I said it. Damn right. I'm Eartha Kitt. Nefertiti. Venus. Yeah, birthday bitch. Yeah, I said it. Damn right. I'm Eartha Kitt. El Boogie. Cleopatra. Every verse I spit. Yeah, I said it. I'm the motherfucking shit. Yeah. I said it, I'm the motherfucking shit, yeah I said it, I'm the motherfucking shit, yeah I said it, I'm the motherfucking shit I'm a queen, I'm a badass bitch, you gon' see me round town with my big ass crown And I walk with a strut, I don't give a fuck, make a fella slow down, kiss my ground I'm a queen, I'm a badass bitch, you gon' see me round town with my big ass crown And I walk with a strut, I don't give a fuck, make a fella slow down you heard it before, I said it in scores of times galore Queen matriarch of them all, big mama to these little MCs Y'all bow down, kiss the ring, Miss Jones know what I'm talking about And that's the thing, true queens open doors for the royals Groom the young ladies and waiting to take spoils Understand we loyal to our king, but if he condescend Then it's off with his head, nah me Yeah, I said it, damn right I'm Eartha Kitt Nefertiti, Venus, yeah, birthday bitch Yeah, I said it, damn right I'm Eartha Kitt El Boogie, Cleopatra, every verse I spit Yeah, I said it I'm the motherfucking shit, yeah, I said it. I'm the motherfucking shit, yeah, I said it. I'm the motherfucking shit, yeah, I said it. I'm the motherfucking shit. I'm a queen, I'm a badass bitch. You gon' see me round town with my big ass crown. And I walk with a strut, I don't give a fuck. Make a fella slow down, kiss my ground. I'm a queen, I'm a badass bitch. You gon' see me round town with my big ass crown. And I walk with a strut, I don't give a fuck. Make a fella slow down, kiss my ground.